do have a few things that we're going to talk about today. We have got, we will do three workshops. The fourth one, I'm also going to do one at the end of the challenge because a lot of people don't think about the post-site plan, and I'll make sure you do. Um, but today, so each one, obviously, there's so much to be covering each one. I've got a few things we'll go through. You will get a chance to ask additional questions at the end. However, I might even give you a few chances after we go through each topic because otherwise, if I go to the end there and you have something about here, you'll forget about it. So we'll keep going through it. Um, Alright, right, what we're going to talk about is our energy balance, okay? So that's pretty much talking about our concept of calories in versus calories out. So we may or might may not know concepts around this. Our maintenance is essentially how many calories we need to consume to maintain our weight, okay? So obviously daily activity, our body is burning a certain amount of calories, okay? Eating that is going to maintain. Break that down a little bit more before I go on. We've got something called, some of these terms, they might not make up 80%, but that's fine. We'll just, like I said, break down as much as you need. If anything's going over your head, please let me know. So we're going to talk about something called a BMR, which is your basal metabolic rate, okay? Our BMR is essentially, if you were to do nothing all day, your body is still doing things, your body's still breathing, it's still pumping the blood, it's moving, everything like that. So even if you have a day where you're sick and you're laying down all day, your body still needs a certain amount of calories to just survive that day, okay? So a lot of people don't think about that aspect when they do go to diet, say eat some ridiculously low amount of calories, which our BMI we're looking at is around 1200 minimum for most adult females. It might be 1500 and then males it's 15, 1800. And that's what I'm saying, you need that to be able to be sick in bed all day, understand? So obviously when we're going to diet, those kinds of numbers are ridiculous. So if you ever see anything like that, we want to stick away from them. Now, if you guys got any of you got Dexcans 2, those numbers on there are also, some of them I believe are a bit lower probably than what you'd need. So if anyone's looked at that, they've seen a number and they thought I'm going to stick to that because that's what it tells me to do. Be cautious because that if they didn't know what your training goals were, they didn't know what your daily activity was, none of that's taken into consideration. They don't know you're coming to CrossFit. You probably need more than what it has set out. Okay? Keep that in mind. Now when so stepping away from that maintenance, so obviously like I said, calories in versus calories out as a general consensus, you need a certain amount to maintain. When we then talk about deficit, that's making that's when we're going to a diet phase, so we're trying to lose weight, we have to be consuming fewer calories than our body is burning. Yeah, so if we're burning 2,000 calories a day, we need to be consuming 1,800 or slightly less to be busy. When we're talking about deficits too, it's not that a matter that the less is better. That's not the case. We want to actually be as close. We want to diet as many calories as we can. Okay. What happens then is further down the track when we're looking at something like a 12-week challenge, instead of getting to a point where you plateau four weeks in and you're eating something really low, you're eating down that 1,200, 1,600 worth of calories, what happens when you plateau? You can't do anything else. Like you can't take away more calories because it becomes super restrictive and that's normally the point where we go, oh, I'm just going to throw it in and go back to eating these calories. All right? So like I said, when we make your deficit, we're trying to do it as high as we can. We're trying to make the smallest decrease. So it might be something like a 10% decrease as your upper limit and then 15. When we're getting talking about a 20% decrease from what your maintenance is, that's already looking at quite a drastic. Okay, so that's really like, we don't really want to be doing that until really at the end of anything, or unless you're spending like only four weeks in this diet and then moving on. And even then, understand that's going to be quite restrictive at that point. Yeah? When we then talk about surplus, so for anybody that's wanting to build muscle, that's when that surplus comes in. Okay, so as a thing, you might hear a whole things out there too that you can lose fat and gain muscle at the same time, 
and that is super, super challenging to do. So generally you have to either choose one goal or the other and spend a bit of time at each different spot, okay? So surplus, like I said, that is when we specifically want to gain muscle. We can't make something from nothing is the concept there, okay? Unless you're a beginner, beginners, your first six months, which most of you guys have been, well, past six months. Tegan's just come back, so you might get a few beginner gains there. The beginner gains is when you have got that chance that you might be able to lose a bit of fat, build a bit of muscle. It's not that like your fat's converting to your muscle or anything like that. It's just that there's different things happening in your body and that might be the end result, okay? Otherwise, you spend a bit of time eating in each, okay? So that's gonna go into this part here. So fat loss, you guys here, how many of you guys is your goal of fat loss? Just to create your thing if you got fat loss. It could just be wanting to eat better. So, Pretty much majority of you wants to do fat loss, so I won't spend too much time talking about muscle gain. Um, so fat loss. So like I said, we set, and we will go through some strategies down here. We set that maintenance, we can eat in a slight deficit, so we eat slightly less than we are burning. Or another way we can do it too is down the track is if we are eating pure calories and we're burning, but we get to a point where we're not making much progress, we can do more movement. So not necessarily mean we need to whack do crazy more sessions in the gym, it could be a matter of, okay, I'm gonna, instead of doing 8,000 steps a day, I'm gonna do 10,000 steps a day, because we're stuck, we're making more movement, we're burning more calories from doing that, yeah? Um, when we're eating, whether we're eating for, and we will go, again, further down, when we're eating for fat loss, muscle gain, anything like that, we're always going to be still focusing on things like our protein intake, there's our, everything is gonna still play a role and be important within that. So moving on before I come back down there. So moving on, talking about our training daily activity. So like I just said then, when we need to create a stronger, like a stronger deficit, we can increase movement. Okay, so that's kind of coming to this concept here. Training, obviously we all have our set amounts. That's gonna come into a play if we can be, when we're even trying to lose weight, obviously we don't want to lose our muscle mass. Our muscle mass also contributes to our metabolism. So if we're losing muscle, that's gonna slow down, that's gonna make it hard to lose weight. So we want to prioritize our training and trying to keep, even if you can't build much strength in that time, you're trying not to lose any strength or anything like that, okay? Trying to still focus on that there. Training numbers, days, it's up to you, it doesn't matter, like a minimum probably three days to get some sort of consistent goal with it, that, and then building up, <coughs> obviously finding your happy limit too, you don't want to be overtraining and doing anything super ridiculous when you are going to a fat loss stage as well. Daily activity, so like I said, the more steps you're doing, the more activity you're doing, the more you're gonna burn. So if we get two comparisons, if we compare somebody who is our endurance athlete and they're running hours and hours a week, or we look at somebody who's labor intensive, so they finish their sessions here and they go on their own tools a day. Obviously they're gonna burn more than the person sitting at a computer desk during the day, okay? So those are the concepts we take into play too. So obviously deficits, everything that is individual to you, rather than saying, okay, this is your number, this is what you've got to eat, it is totally individual to you, what your training activity is like, what your daily activity is like, what your body needs, what you, how tall you are, your age, everything comes into play with that, all right? Before I go on there, any questions with that part there? And please don't hesitate, questions. Nothing, that makes sense? Anything does make sense? Say you're going down your way, yep. with your strength, how do you maintain that? Is that just a strength program? Yeah. yeah. And tracking your numbers. Obviously, like, that, the down. And you shouldn't, like, if you're losing strength, your deficit's probably too large. Like, in something like a 12 week, you shouldn't see huge decreases in your strength yeah. unless you're doing a deficit. So yeah. that's coming back to that concept of, okay, we only want to start maybe, like, 
can use myself as an example of this. I'm going to go into a slight deficit and I'm going to start really modest. I'm going to do a 10%. I don't have much I want to lose, but I also my priority is my performance. Okay? So when we're talking about that, if our strengths have priority, we don't want to make a huge deficit. So and that's where I go wrong. You go too hard. Yeah. Nah. And when we're talking about weight loss, actually, yeah, weight loss, that's an important one too. When we're talking about how much weight we should be realistically losing, no more than 1% body fat, body weight a week. So yeah? So no more. So like 60 kilo person, that's like 600 grams or whatever that is. So no more. So when people get saying you can do five kilos a week. No, two weeks, yeah. Oh, two weeks, but still two weeks, yeah. Yeah, no, it's not. 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 It's so we start very modest. We always start with small We already know that. Um, <laughs> um, right, so happy with that? Any other questions there? What is the most percent deficit you do? Like I said, 20% is getting quite So between 10 and 20 10 to 20. For most people, if I'm like in my current class, most people I set around a 10 to 15 percent deficit. And that's given that, like, that is an accurate maintenance that I'm calculating mm. and that they're saying they're eating, like, sometimes it's you might. pure fat loss goal, not much. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like, if we're saying, like, yeah, 20% is, like, quite drastic. And then, okay. obviously, you're just seeing what suits with you. Mm -hmm. But for most, I'd say, yeah, 10% is probably a highest limit, like probably above or below that, you're probably Works not going to see much, much changes. Yeah. So it's probably like that happy limit for most people is probably around 15%. Okay. But again, everyone's different, everyone yeah. loses weight. It depends on your dieting history, if you've been dieting heaps before that, you're not going to lose it efficiently. So there is a whole lot of factors mm -hmm. come. So it's a bit trial and error, just find what works. We've got 12 weeks, you don't have to do anything and that's week one. On the other end, if you start a diet and you're losing weight too quick, eat more food. Increase it slightly. Find that happy limit, find that middle.
Hope you, I will go through. Hope you learn things that can be adjusted within it. Okay, so protein is our central. When we're looking at energy balance, so we've set our certain amount of food we need to eat. When we're talking about protein, a general guide to make sure you are eating enough if you're tracking or if you can even just look at your food labels when you're consuming food. We're aiming for around 1.4 grams minimum to two grams per kilo body weight is kind of our ideal range, okay? If you go slightly over that, it's not gonna hurt. There's the whole theory of it being really damaging to your livers and stuff like that, like it, there's not much to prove behind that. So, but what happens too is we have a protein pull effect. So after that point, if we consume more protein, sure you can, but your body's not really gonna take it in. Yeah, so we're just wasting our time in a way. Especially when we can put that extra additional calories towards our fat or carbs that also play a role in that body, okay? So 1.4, and saying that as 1.4, it's more for your general pop. So people that aren't really training as much, they might have more sedentary lifestyle. That is kind of your, you know, all for people who really struggle to eat it. For most people, I'd prefer them to be getting up towards that two grams per kilo of body weight, okay? So if you're a 100 per kilo person, you would be 200 grams of protein, yeah? A lot of people might be surprised until they start actually looking at their protein, if they're actually eating or not. A lot of people think they are, and they're not. Yeah? So even if you're eating meat, different things like that, you still probably find it difficult. With our protein, so our sources for our protein, meat, so um, beef, red meat, chicken, seafood, so fish, um, tuna, prawns, all that kind of stuff is also meat. When we're talking about dairy then, eggs are protein. Um, Greek yogurt, something with low fat, low carbs, that's gonna be high protein. A lot of full cream dairy and stuff like that does have protein as well. A lot of our foods, they're not purely though like one macronutrient. So it's not like it's just purely a protein, a fat or a carb. Often a lot have a bit of a contribution. So yeah, when we're talking about protein, it's our meat. Um, when we're talking about non-meat or non-animal protein, we can look at tofu, tempeh, edamame, chickpeas, lentils, okay? Doesn't go too much further than that. Like I said, other foods like your whole grains or nuts, they do have protein in them, but they are not a protein source because they have higher fat levels. Yeah? Right. So when we move on then, so fat, again, fat is important in our diet. Fat now, its role, our hormonal health, our cell structure, um, again, transport of certain nutrients, they use fat as their base. Yeah? So it does have a role in it. When we are now setting up fat, on a minimum, probably one gram per kilo body weight. Yeah, so 100 kilo person is eating minimum 100 grams of fat if we're looking at those numbers. For a general pop person though, they might find that because we have such a little maintenance here, I've just told you that this one we're setting a certain number, this one we're aiming for a minimum. This is why carbs is often our outlier, our one that is either super high or it might get reduced because we only have so much food to play with. Yeah, so that's where that concept comes in. Skipping ahead, I'll come back to fat. Carbs are important too. So like I said before, they are your main fuel source. So if you're training to your main fuel source, like in your high intensity, your main fuel source is going to be carbs. It's the easiest to digest. It's the easiest to use. It's the one that gets stored in our muscles. So when we're talking about, like if we really want to prioritize our performance, we really want to be eating high carbs. That's why also we don't want to spend a lot of time in the diet phase because especially if you guys are here and you're training for performance, we want to have carbs when we can. When we're dieting and it's going to be a short amount of time, that's probably the one we're going to take it from, yeah? When we're talking, so coming back to fat, it is the most calorie dense, so it's going to be the most satiety, so you're going to feel a lot fuller from eating fat. 
So when we look at someone who's general pop who doesn't train, not an issue, they eat high protein, high fat because that's going to keep them more satisfied and they would reduce their carbs. When we're now talking about us who are in here training, we might go for a more balanced split. We'll go protein, we'll kind of set that minimum or that happy limit for our fat. And then we'll try to consume as much of that remainder as we can as carbs because that's going to help us with our performance. Make sense? So what I'm talking about, if we're now looking at our calories and stuff like that, so saying that one is the most calorie dense, when we're looking at one gram of protein or one gram of carbs, they are four calories. When we're looking at one gram of fat, it is nine calories, okay? Not saying it's a bad guy either, they all have their important role, but that's how that consensus works, yeah? That's protein, fat, carbs, pretty good rundown of each of them. Moving on, our vitamins, minerals, so our micronutrients, that's really important with these. We'll talk about vitamins and minerals. They are, again, important for our performance. The, obviously, our body runs better when we have more micronutrients in our body, when we're eating more. And when we're talking about micronutrients, what their food type is, it is fruit and veg, whole grains, nuts and seeds, link meat to protein, even organ meats. Um, you can get some in dairy. Yeah, organ meats, dairy. Um, eggs, all that kind of stuff, they have different, because obviously if you look at them all, think of it as a multivitamin, if you look at all your lists, all those different foods have different amounts of each one. So when we're talking rather complicating and saying you have to eat certain this food for this and certain that, that just think, try and get that range of fruit and veg, whole grains, nuts and seeds, legumes, um, chickpeas, beans, all that kind of stuff, and then like I said, meats and stuff like that as well, yeah? So that's going to make sure you're still getting all those vitamins and minerals, you're not missing out anything, and that's going to make sure we're performing our best. A skip back, I did forget to tell you food. So when we're talking about fat foods as well, I just want to list those foods as well so you make sure you know. So like I said before, your nuts, nut butters, they are going to be predominantly higher in fat. Our full cream dairy again, that's all that kind of stuff is going to have higher fat. Um, tofu and stuff like that, they are predominantly protein and then predominantly made up of fat for the remainder. Um, oils, butters, anything like that is also our fat content, yeah? So that's why when we're talking about two with things being, I guess, calorie dense, think about pizzas. You think of it as a carb. It's not necessarily, it has all over cheese, dairy, oils, and that's why it getting actually ends up being high calories. Yeah. Fats are high in calories. Carbs are then oats, rice, fruit, veggies are also carbs. Um, whole grains, most whole grains are predominantly carbs. Sugars, so lollies, all that kind of stuff is carbs. Um, and then processed foods, often again, because they're high in sugar and high in refined mm -hmm. carbs, flowers, everything like that, which is all carbs, yeah? So that's everything there with those. When we then look at supplementation, generally before, so supplementation, it could be useful, but we don't know that. We've got to make sure first. So if you think, oh, I'm feeling pretty crappy, and your first instinct is, what supplements do I need? Maybe first look at your diet. Maybe first make sure, are we getting enough fruit and veggies? Are we consuming enough vitamins and minerals? If we're not consuming enough, maybe that's why we feel like it's pretty shitty. Because we're not getting that, our vitamins and minerals, they make our body run more efficiently. They can even make it easier to lose weight. Because if our body's running more efficiently, it's breaking through fat more efficiently, and it's gonna be able to lose weight more efficiently. Does that make sense? So when we're talking about supplements, first of all, prioritize, are we eating enough protein? Are we eating enough fat for our hormones? Are we eating enough carbs for energy? Are we then eating enough fruit and veg? Are we eating enough nuts and seeds? Are we eating whole grains? Are we eating lean meats? Or are we more inclined to be eating sugars and processed foods? If we then look at that, we might go, okay, maybe I should test all those things, see how I feel of it, then look at supplementation, then see if it's necessary. It might still be necessary. 
definitely make sure you go get your bloods tested. Go see if there's anything that you are lacking in, so you know for sure before you could go you could go get supplements, but you could just end up being wasting hundred bucks a month that you don't need to be wasted. So, like I said, it could be necessary. It's not to say it's not, and it's not to say that you don't have something that you might be deficit deficient in or anything like that. But check that diet <laughs> first, then go get your bloods tested, and then you can know if specifically there's anything you need to look into. When we're talking about sleep and stuff like that too, again, look at that quality of your diet. Are we prioritizing sleep? What are our sleep routines like before going to bed? Before considering that supplement. Because again, we want to try do things as naturally and as best we can before we're lying on something else as well. Yeah, we use those supplements when we need them. Does that make sense, sir? Any other questions with any of that? I've got two. Yeah. 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 You go first, yeah. you've got one. We just do the protein, save it in, make sure 30 grams. Yeah. What's the easiest on the go? Protein shake? So, yeah, or even, even easier than that. Is it something that you go to the shopping mall? Yeah, protein bars. Like, they try and say, something like, <laughs> just a pulse shake. Just a pulse shake. So, coming back, first of all, so supplementation, same protein shake. Protein shake's not a bad thing. So, protein, like, when we're looking at what a protein shake actually is, most of them are whey, which is actually just, if we're looking at a milk, Whey comes from milk. Whey comes from milk, and what happens is, so the milk as a total is not high in protein because it actually has fat and other things in it. But what they've done is broken down that milk to take away the whey from it to make a protein powder. Mm -hmm. That's not a bad thing. It's coming from that milk, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, and then when we're talking about vegan ones like rice and pea, rice is not high in protein. So again, they've taken that apart to get the part that is high in protein to make a protein powder. Yeah. So it's not a bad thing. It's still a whole food. Away from protein shakes. Yeah. Protein shakes. No, uh, so something different on. Big joke. Like if you don't like how to actually little steaks. See hydrated steaks. Big joke. So like a yogurt, they have pouches now of yogurt too. You can actually go buy a yeah. yogurt and you can suck on a yogurt and you've got protein from that. Yeah. Um roasted chickpeas and stuff like that. It's starting to step away because okay. chickpeas will have protein but they also got carbs and stuff in it. Yeah. Um tin tuna if you can like eat stuff like that because yeah. you can buy that. You can get this even like eggs look, and that that. Yeah, look even look closely at things like there's a few certain places like I've told a few of you guys about different things. Um like Audi has this super high protein bread. Mm. You can make a sandwich. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with eating a sandwich on the go. Um or you can make a sandwich yourself, go buy a roll, go buy some roast chicken that's already made, buy some spinach, put it on a sandwich, it's got protein. Like it doesn't have to be I know you got all those things, but I'm saying, is there anything like just easy? You know, you have off the shelf that comes in packets of pan, apart from like the beef yeah. turkey and, and oh, yeah, 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 that's all right. It's hard. This yeah. is why it's hard to eat protein, like, because we yeah. don't purposely make an effort. It's not like. Because I look at it as my main meals and my protein, but I know there's other things that I probably should be. You've got to prioritize those snacks. And like I said, always look out for different things, like there's certain cereals that are high in protein that you can eat dry, yeah. like. Protein so, pasta. Protein pasta, yeah. but again, those kind of stuff need prep unless you yeah. Yeah. fucking pasta. They used to have all the eggs boiled and so that's why it is like protein is a hard one. Yeah. And generally, we're speaking about meals too. It's not like you have to have like a huge amount of snacks too. You could be having four meals, five meals a day, and get that protein. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's not like yeah, you can have it that way. Yeah. And then it's just giving you an idea and having that those staples. And sometimes it gets a bit boring. You might have to have the same snacks, but. Track, yeah, track and just being aware of what you're eating so you're making, even if in your head mentally you're going, I've had this for lunch, for each meal, okay, have I had my protein, have I had my fruit and veggies, have I had some fat in there, just to be satisfied. And then, yeah, can I get that extra snack in if I'm lacking in protein? So. 
yeah. So the, my first one was in terms of like saying if you were both like actually made. Mm. Um, what's the easiest way you find? Because obviously, like 750 grams of steak might not actually equal 750 grams of protein. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. is, do you just yeah. go on like a fitness pal type thing? Yeah, you know that. We will come. So we'll we'll talk about that down here. Oh, okay. So I'm going to talk uh, about some protein oh, okay, portions, so. which is going to use like again, so you don't even have to use oh, my yeah. fitness pal. Okay. I'll talk about how you use my stick fitness pal. Like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll give you some ideas when it comes to that. Okay. What was the other question? Um, it's a bit more meat specific, but um, because I've got like a insulin yeah. um, resistance issue, so I usually am like capped with the amount of carbs I'm actually allowed to have yeah. before I start doing like other sort of health yeah. symptoms. I never know like, you know what I mean? Like if I'm capped with a certain amount of carbs, does it matter whether you know what I mean in terms of like calories? I struggle to hit those. Because it's like, oh, well, do I get them for protein? Do I get them for fats? Do I just not them? <laughs> you better eat. That's what I thought. Yeah. I don't know so which one you would more, suggest. Because I know keto's got a lot of wrap because you have yeah. lots of heaps of fat. And I would say make sure you're hitting that protein first. So if you're not hitting that two grams per kilo body weight of protein, yeah. do that first. Yeah. Then the rest is fat. Okay. Um, because fat is like it's most calorie dense. It's yeah. going to be the easiest to hit your total calories yeah. because it is most calorie dense. Um, and then performance. like. It's all this stuff is self trial. I can't tell you to eat more protein if that's gonna make you feel shit. Yeah, that yeah. makes you feel better. That's so it's yeah. personal preference. It's not I like one size fits all. Like everyone, some people perform better off eating high fat. Some people perform better yeah. off eating high carb. Some people perform better off eating high protein. So it's kind of just experiment. See what your performance like is in the gym. See yeah. what your daily performance is like, and choose that. If yeah, if you try something else and it doesn't make you feel good, you know what? Doesn't matter. It's not meant to be for you. And again, it's looking at the quality rather than like going, okay, my fat products, do I eat more chocolate? Like it's like looking like, can I eat more nuts and Yeah, look, can I eat more nuts and seeds? Can I chuck an avocado in there? Can I have some more full eggs and skim dairy? Can I have my full cream dairy? Like, so that's the different way to have Yeah, any other questions? Just, I do. Um, blood type, does that impact? Not really. All that stuff, so again, like, we'll break that That's down in the brand guide. A lot of that stuff, it's just, it's rumours, it's mean, so like, it's a lot of just magazines. Like, there's not much evidence behind it. Um, yeah, no. Or I guess it's still I think you're pregnant or having surgery. Yeah, a lot of people like yeah, common things I guess yeah and because we're training because we're going to be burning out so much we might be deficient in things we are all inside we're not spending much time out in the sun so it's little things like that that people generally don't realize yeah and that and then you might need supplementation and then having the supplementation probably feel better all of those in a second. So that can shift us on if there's no questions on that part there. That's all, shift on to the next part. So we're talking about bad diets. We're talking about bad diets. We're talking about keto. We're talking about eating some blood type. We're talking about fasting. Anything else you can think of that's not away from that just standard eating for Yeah? So they can work and they might work great for you. So you might choose where you might do keto and you might lose, if you're a super overweight person, you might lose 30, 40 kilos from it. Awesome. And some people might be able to stick that off. On the other hand, if you look at that and you go, oh, that sounds so restrictive, I can only think I stick to that for like a week, but I'm going to do it anyway, I'm going to try to do four weeks plus of it. 
probably not gonna work. You're probably gonna do it. You might lose the weight. You're gonna two week, two week, a month comes around. You go, this sucks, and you go back to eating all the food, you eat all your carbs and stuff like that. So with intermittent fasting, it might work. The way it does work is because it shortens the amount you're eating to a short window. So instead of, if you're talking about a standard fast, it's like eight hour window, 16 hour fast. And all that means is, okay, my time comes up and I can't eat any more food. So it kind of just naturally makes you lose that deficit. There's nothing magic about them. It's just that they reduce your calories in some one way or the other, yeah? So like I said, they can work and it's not to diss anyone that wants to try anything, but it can work for you. But it's knowing that could potentially be on sustainable like you might not be able to stick to it and is it really worth it or can you make smaller changes to just eat more nutritiously um and that's gonna like i said every we do know that every one of these has an importance to it when we're talking about keto and i guess why those do work it more comes down it's more complex than that so it's more like i said your protein set amount your fat set amount your carbs the reason it's not a set amount is because our body can actually make a carb from proteins and fats okay without that without going into detail making it super complex for you just understand that general consensus our body cannot make a protein from a carb okay so that's how that concept works because of the way like i said carbs are easiest to digest and use these can be our body does crazy things because it needs carbs to use carbs so it can use fat break it down turn it into a carb so we can use it for energy yeah without making that super complicated that's how that general consensus works so that's why people can do keto um, diets like that, but then if we start to cut out protein or fat from our diet, they're probably not going to feel too crash off because they are essential in our diet. Yeah? So, fat diets, your choice. They don't, most people, I wouldn't recommend doing them. Like I said, try it, and if you can do it and understand the concept behind it so that you don't have that bounce back, it might be worth using. Um, what we can do instead, so we'll have a look, shift into these now. So, we're going to talk today about hand portion guidelines, we'll talk about macro tracking. But hand portion guidelines is pretty much going, okay, I can track food without using a tracking app, without counting my grams and my calories, anything like that. It's using your hands, yeah? So what we're talking about with this, our hand portion, we're gonna look at our hand here. A protein is a palm, okay? So generally, if you're a taller, large male, you're gonna have big hands. If you're a small female, you're gonna have small hands. So it's more related to your body, yeah? <laughs> so your protein is going to be here, this one palm, yeah? Your carbs, it's then going to be cupped handful. Yeah, so that's our carbs. <laughs> our fat is one thumb. Okay, so like I said, it's more calorie dense, so we're having a smaller amount. Yeah, so one thumb. Our, um, so vitamins and minerals, so our fruit and veggies is one fistful. Yeah, when we're then talking about how much we should be consuming, if we're looking at a base of four meals per day, if you are a female, it is generally somewhere around four to six servings. Okay. Of that so pretty much per meal you're having one to maybe two depending on your size and your body needs if you're male you're consuming six to eight okay so it's not like females need four guys need eight guys don't need to eat twi twice as much as a female it's saying that depending on your size depending on everything it's somewhere in that range obviously say if you were a female and you started with four servings of each and you were starving people it means it's not enough for you yeah, we don't want to be absolutely starving when we're in diet, we're going to be slightly hungry. Um, and there's certain strategies again when we're getting slightly hungry, eat more low calorie foods, so eat more fruit and veg, eat more things like that because that's going to fill you up without being super calorie dense. Yeah, um, so we adjust. So that's our general starting point. If you want to lose weight, you might take away if you're a female, you might take away half a thumb through um, half a handful, and if you're a male, you might go take down a full handful 
of carbs and half fat. Our protein stays the same. Yeah, because our protein is needed for our body, whether we're losing weight, gaining, yeah. Um, and a break back on that protein too. So when we're trying to lose weight, protein is not going to make you bulky or anything like that. Protein is essential for maintaining our muscle. Like I said, when we're talking about surplus and gaining muscle, you need to eat protein, but you need to eat more food to gain that muscle. Yeah? So if we're in a diet, we're not we're gonna at least we're trying to maintain that muscle. We don't want to lose it. Yeah? So it gets really hard to maintain that muscle when you're in a deficit. So a lot of people I know they get into the gym and they're scared of getting bulky. It is super hard to get bulky. Like even those trying to build muscle, like it's hard, it's not easy. So
we might shift back and forth between macro tracking and listening to our body. And even when we're macro tracking on hand portions, we're still trying to listen to our body. So we're not just eating off a set number, we're also still going, do I feel full of this? What makes me feel satisfied? What makes me perform my best? And you're trying to listen to all those factors as well. Yeah, so all of those become important for that. That makes sense? Are there any more questions there? Oh, with the four to six servings per meal. No, per day. Per day. And so yeah. the hand portion. That's why I was like, oh, how do we So the, the portion, the palm thing, that's per meal. That's per yeah, meal. That's yeah, that's the one, yeah. sorry. Yeah. What did I say? Yeah. Four to six servings per meal. That's what I meant. So, obviously, like I said, that's a starting point, and that's like, that's, that's just saying, but for pop, that's probably going to be enough. But then even then, like if you actually looked at all the protein, depending on the quality of your protein, like it might not be quite enough protein for you, so it's kind of to gain that awareness. Again, you might just chuck it in, track the numbers, and see if it's the right amount, and then you can shift away and go, hmm? But yeah, it's all just trial and error, just finding what works out, those methods. Like I said, there's no set one that works best for you, but realistically, these ones are a bit more flexible than any type of fat diet out there, because they're considering our protein, cars, fats, not really taking out anything, it's just being smart about it. Um, and then obviously when we're talking about macro tracking, flexible dieting, people think that you need whatever to fill those macronutrients. It's going to be pretty hard to hit those calories at the same time as eating your protein with it, eating whatever. So there's always got to be some kind of awareness. It's not to say that you have to eat perfectly clean. You can eat chocolate, you can have ice cream, you can have all that kind of stuff. Just do it in reason. Just do it. And again, sometimes we go, okay, I want to do that in reason, but I open a chocolate block and I eat one. I can't just stop at one block, I want to eat the whole thing. So there is times when you consider <laughs> there is times when you might consider having that out of the house just to get rid of that craving, and you might just watch single serve time or stuff like that because then you're still enjoying it, you're not cutting it out, you're not making it too restrictive. You're just being reasonable. With it. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, that's pretty much. Any questions there? That's what I do with so, moving on to the last one, just setting realistic goals. So talking about that now. So like I said, with setting realistic goals, 12 weeks is a long time. Like you might think, oh, 12 weeks isn't that short. And imagine in the same, like if you did a really strict diet, eating the same thing every day for 12 weeks, that's a long time and that's hard. So be easy on yourself. Don't go and have to be ridiculously restrictive and do that for 12 weeks too. Factor in, be realistic, go, okay, I might have a birthday event coming out, I'm going to go out for dinner that night. I might have a week away because I've got a holiday booked. Um, that's fine. It's, you might do 11 out of that 12 weeks. And if we think of it as a lifestyle approach instead of just going, this is my 12 weeks, I'm going to get to that goal. And after 12 weeks, you don't have a plan after that. It's better to go, okay, I might just step away. I'm going to use this 12 weeks as a lifestyle change. I'm going to make it more conscious. And instead of doing something restricted that you then can't stick to. So... Yeah, like I said, go easy with it. Start, when we're talking about back to that deficit, start with something easy and give yourself time. Don't go to the hardest part in week one because it's unlikely that you're still going to be there in week 12. Yeah? And then when we're talking about food, we're aiming, I like the, I do like the 80-20 split in saying 80% nutrition food, 20% fun food because I think that has a better approach. It's saying, okay, we're moderating it, we're letting it in our diet still and we're still enjoying, we're still focusing on our health and our nutrition. Yeah, rather than going, okay, I'm cutting everything out, I'm allowed it, and then end of the week, you go, okay, you buy a tub of ice cream, you eat the whole thing, because you're like, I've got to finish it before Monday. Don't do that. Sometimes. I love that. But eat it on tomorrow. So don't do that. So yeah, so we're saying with that, we're saying we're being realistic, we're going, okay, I'm not doing anything, I'm not, like, 
I'm sure a lot of you knowing this 12 week challenge is coming to you that weekend before you go, I'm going to eat all my junk and go have a cheap meal, I'm going to do all this stuff before the 12 weeks starts. I know that. <laughs> Stop doing that because that's never going to get, if you always have that mentality, you're never going to get anywhere. Yeah, so that is not, yeah, it's not sustainable, it's not realistic. Like, there's good food out there, there's, we want to enjoy social events, we want to just enjoy alcohol at times. Like, you're allowed to do that. Let yourself do that, enjoy it, don't feel guilty for it, move on, focus on your nutrition, focus on your health. Yeah, so when we're thinking about instead of making it, this is good, this is bad, think nutritious versus not so nutritious, I can eat that, it can eat that stuff. But majority of the time, I want to perform my best, I want to feel my best, all that kind of stuff. So keep that your priority rather than just making it purely thinking about it as a fat gain, fat loss, if that makes sense. And then, like I said, not beating yourself up in that first week. Just going, okay, I'll make some more changes. Maybe this week you're going to go to plan already. That's fine. Next week, what can we do to make that a little bit better? And to keep that moving forward. And then always each week, what can I do to make my meal that little bit better? What can I do to make this week a little bit better? How can I get back on track? If I didn't, if I fell off track, does it really matter? No, it doesn't matter. How long did it take you? Like, if you think about how long did it take you to gain weight? How long did it take you to get to where you are now? Why do you think 12 weeks is going to fix you? Like, we've got to be realistic. We've got to go slowly do it. 12 weeks, might, you might get a couple of kilos lost, and that's awesome, and that's setting up that lifestyle that you can keep it going after that point. Yeah? And then we never get back to that point where we were at the start, rather than going, do something, think it's going to fix it, and then falling back into that trap and just being in that constant cycle. We want to try to break that cycle. Yeah? Um, when we're talking about accurate tracking intake, so if you were to track or anything like that too, don't forget about that little piece of chocolate you ate during the day. Don't forget about the extra sauce you added on your food. It all adds up. So we might be tracking our intake and going, that's how much I'm eating. Why am I not getting results? I actually was talking to my sister about this the other night and I said, how much sauce did you put on that? And she said, five meals. And I was like, did you really put on five meals? That's like a drop. Yeah? yeah. So like and she goes, Oh no, nah, it's more like that. so, okay, so that's probably more like, that's probably more like twenty meals. Like so if you don't have that awareness it might be So it's having that awareness too of okay, can I accurately make sure there's nothing I'm missing out on? Am I missing out on a chocolate a piece of a single piece of chocolate might be fifty calories. Just gonna be honest with yourself. Yeah, be honest, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, and then yeah. And then when we're talking about subtracting and stuff, that's when like even though, again, it sounds really obsessive to weigh your food, <clears throat> do it for a week just to know what a serving size looks like and then move away from it. Because otherwise, like, she thought five meals was like a normal serving size. And yeah. if I actually weighed that in front of her, it'd be like, oh, okay, that's five <laughs> meals. Yeah, I didn't eat that. <laughs> so just being aware of that. Okay. Just, um, one thing that I was doing that I didn't realise was what I was eating while I was preparing the meal. So like, <laughs> I was at, yeah, just like unconsciously just snacking while you're preparing the meal. Yeah, when you open your oven and you're like, I'm just going to eat this. Yeah. yeah. So all that stuff, like that could add an extra 100 to 200 calories, 300 calories a day. Yeah. Um, another common one too is milk, like the coffees. People don't track their coffees, which is fine if it's a black coffee. That's probably only two calories or something. But if it's a coffee, it's got milk and sugar. It could be 300 calories that you're missing. Yeah, so that again, if we're then talking about that 10% deficit, your 10% deficit might only be 300 calories less a day. And what so, you cook your food in. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so that's another thing too. And you cook your food in oil. One tablespoon of oil is like 120 calories. Wow. So if you cook. Non stick pan. Non stick pan. Non stick pan. Non stick pan. Or can you bake food instead of how do you oil? Um, can you use like a light <laughs> um, butter? 
there's like a high fat dairy butter. Um, food, like a lot of my food, like if you're cooking with fruit and veg, not fruit, if you're cooking with veggies, a lot of that stuff releases water anyway, and you can kind of get that water to cook in. Um, garlic, anything like that, it's minced already. Right. Do you like coconut oil? Yeah, same thing, doesn't matter the oil, doesn't matter the sugar, they still have the same So whether it's coke, there's no like, saying we're talking about oils, it's not like one that's super better than the other, like we should moderate any of those. Um, most unrefined, probably the best one is probably olive oil, but even then it's not like you want to douse everything in olive oil. Because like I said, one tablespoon, which is like that amount, is 120 calories, 150 calories. And that's that amount, like how much of that, like how many of you are actually using that amount? And what a weight.
it's crazy. None of us are CrossFit Games athletes or anything like that. Might want to be. But again, we're not having to be absolutely perfect because we're just here to be healthier, be fitter, feel stronger, feel better. Yeah. So just prioritize that. Yeah. That's pretty much everything. So any other questions on that? As Guy said, I'd just like to have some ideas on what to eat. What to eat? <laughs> so there's plenty, like, every, again, there's everything differently. Like, I can yeah. give people meal, like a meal plan. I can say, this, 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 this. Yeah, yeah. But then a lot of people with the mentality of that is they think, oh, no, if I don't stick to that meal plan, I failed. What can um, I eat instead of that? Yeah. So it's going, it's saying, what can yeah. you eat? And then how can we make sure there's enough protein in it? How can we make sure there's enough veggies and fruit? Um, if we're looking for lower calories, can we reduce that whole grains and prioritize more fruit and veggies? Can we reduce that fat? Can we not cook with oil? Um, and then foods like, again, anything that consumes that. Like my staples is I love stir fries. I make heaps yeah. of stir fries. I change the rice between pasta. Just you can eat the same thing every day if you enjoy it. There's nothing wrong That's with that. Like when we say food diet, again, like.
in the big picture. Like as long as we're balancing that total energy intake, as long as we're eating enough protein, as long as we're eating enough of those vitamins and minerals to support our health, it's not going to affect progress. It's not going to make it gain a step away. Like that's like there's too many things out there that are just missing. Mm. We're ill like we're poor, poor, um ill informed about all these concepts that are not true. So don't believe everything you hear at all. Mm. Question everything you hear and do the research and make sure you understand. Um, and then when we're talking about meal time, we said like, yeah, there's not, you can't eat once a day, you can't eat seven times a day. The only time you might consider it, and again, this is a one percenter, this is after you're making sure that energy balance and that protein, daily protein intake, everything's here. Like I said, when we came back to that protein, we have a protein full effect. So we can only absorb so much, the remainder pretty much gets excreted or it gets converted to carbs anyway, yeah? So when we're talking about that, we might want to spread out our protein. So we might want to, instead of having protein in one big lump because our body can only intake so much protein at once, we might go, okay, I'll have protein at breakfast, I'll have protein at lunch, I'll have protein at dinner, I'll have a snack. So you might eat, or and even then, like we're saying, lunch doesn't have to be at 12 o'clock. Like my, again, coming back to my meal times, like on a Monday, I eat breakfast probably 7, 8 o'clock. I eat another meal at like 10, 30, 11 because I'm hungry then, so it, that's lunch or whatever you want to call it. I then don't eat at 12, I eat again at like 3 p.m. before I start the classes because otherwise I'll be hungry on the other side. So my meal times are wherever suits me for that day. It doesn't have to be eating. This time just think, eat four spread out meals every three to five hours so you make sure you're satisfied. Um, you make sure you're getting that protein spread out if you can. And that should, again, that's probably just for that 1% of that extra benefit you might get from it. And then when we're talking about, again, carbs, we might think of prioritizing carbs around your training because carbs, we know, fuel our body. Yeah, so that's what I meant, Shay, was yeah. um, should you stay away from timing, I meant should you stay away from carbs at night time? <laughs> Again, no. it doesn't or matter that. Like spread out it doesn't matter that, but if you want to prioritise carbs at any particular time, prioritise before you work out because you get right. the best performance. Okay. Yeah. But eating it at night time, no. Nah. Because your body, like I said, your body uses carbs to fuel your body. When we're talking about, like again, like your brain, your brain is only fueled by carbs. So if you're depleting your body with that, it's going through all these extra efforts to digest these, to convert it to a carb, for your body to use it as a carb. Is that why it's always time to eat carbs? It can't eat carbs, so it can't eat carbs. So yeah, so stuff like that you might. And then also when we're talking about recovery, so after a session, carbs and protein we want to eat after a session. Like it doesn't matter if it's perfectly after, especially if you're not going to train again until that time again tomorrow, because you'll definitely eat enough by then. However, if we're feeling like we're getting a bit sore and when we're coming into a diet and our calories are less, a little bit more restrictive, we might want to eat a bit more carbs and protein just after our workout to make sure we're recovering, to make sure we're feeling better and we're not coming back to the gym tomorrow like buggered and really sore. So that's when timing might be a bit important when we're prioritizing that performance. So in that, the only, time, the only meal timing I'd recommend in that is carbs before a workout and protein and carbs after a workout to prioritize that. And then if we're talking about, I guess, that meal climbing, if you eat a meal um, at one time and you don't eat again until three, five hours later, put the training right in the middle. That way we're not going super easy because you're out doing it out there. Simple as that. I've been doing the fast for eight hours. This week, just so I've never done it before. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to go into the 20? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's two kilos? So far, so that's, and it's probably because it's reduced in the intake. Yeah. Have you guys tried anything yeah. this week? Yeah. Like, 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 yeah. Like
but I can be part of it. Yeah. And again, it's like, it's, it's not saying it doesn't work, but then when you get to the day where you don't need your window, don't think that you've given up, just go back to the If you feel like a day where you wake up, you don't want to see, that's when we're talking about training classes. So training classes is going to be so much harder and you're probably not going to get as much out of it as a training fair. I find in terms of fasting, sometimes like the first week or two is shit. Yeah. Because I find, yeah. I don't know whether this is, I, I could be pulling this out of my ass. So no, it was, was, it was pretty much. But I find, yeah, the first two weeks are shit, but if you eat really, that's because like you're usually coming off, say, like two weeks of not mm. eating that well. And then yeah. I find, because that, that's what I've been doing the last probably 12 weeks, is just changing the way I shop more than anything. Yeah. So I've been eating better in terms of like vitamins, minerals, have cut out supplements, stuff like that. And I found that fasting's now easier. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I think like in terms of like your body is still operating a little bit of what you spent the last, say, two weeks building. You know what I mean? Because you don't instantly use all your carbs in one day. You know what I mean? Like you still store yeah, it. Yeah, I'm just trying to do a bit. I really, I and again, you can do it. Again, you're shortening off such a period of time mm. that you're not eating, yeah. which is why it works. I was getting cravings and things. And yeah. And alternatively, you don't have to perfectly do that every day, too. Like, naturally, like, like naturally today, I fasted. I haven't ate because I got up so early that I wasn't eating breakfast at that time. It's called rare, does like a 30 hour fast. Again, that's risking. That makes. I wake up like 10 minutes before I have to be here. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, yeah, so what well, I'm eating that minutes. time would be something that is a small serving of easy digestible carbs, okay. probably saying with not much fiber because that's going to maybe upset your gut. Um, apple? Yeah, apple. Yeah, apple. Yeah, apple but some people banana. say apples are too acidic. Banana? Apple, banana. 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 But how, yeah. how close is that? Because like the yeah, drive here is like six minutes away. Take the long way. Yeah, <laughs> try it. If you do it, you feel good. Cool. Okay. If you don't know. Another one that could be really easy is liquid calories. 
So think yeah, of um, gay rate, think of cordial, you like cordial, sugar cordial, not like low sugar anything okay. like that because that takes away the carbs. Yeah. So even though we can have a lolly, like, yeah. that's going to be really quick, easy digestive carbs and again it might not make you feel sick. Because okay. then that's what you're playing with, you're playing with what might make you feel sick. But it's better to eat than not. Huh? It's, it's better to eat than not before coming, performance wise. Performance wise? Still depends, personal yeah. preference. Like if you find, like again if you eat something but you're constantly that whole time thinking about how sick you feel and you feel like shit in training, then no, it's not for you. But if you're somebody who does, then yeah. But in, and in the big scheme of things, you've probably not like worked out or lost a whole heap of calories since that time yesterday before. But I ate. So you've got, you still have, it's yeah. not like you're completely depleted when yeah. you wake up. Yeah. It's just you're not in your ideal state, I guess. Well, probably good. That's so you're not depleted, it's still there, you still stored it. Yeah. It's just you don't have that immediate access. Yeah. So it might just be like, have an yeah. Yeah, yeah, but even this. Okay. It's fun. If it works, like, and then I've had like clients or people and they go, no, no matter what I do, no matter what I eat, they're like, yeah. Don't, don't do it. Yeah. Beautiful. If you train okay. well fast, like the fastest, train well fast. Yeah. Um, and it might depend on the training side too. If you come in here and doing one of these sessions, it might be alright. But if you go out for a 10k run or something ridiculous there, yeah. you probably because I think it depends on the day. Like some workouts, I feel fine, but then like fucking Wednesday this week, almost died. Yeah. 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 So, and again, yeah. no, nothing. Yeah. But again, I wake up, I wake up and I come. Yeah, but another probably see that's happening too. So if you in an ideal state, as a pre-workout within, if we have caffeine, then pre-workout caffeine can be performance-enhancing. So we can have caffeine within. The sixty anything over sixty minutes doesn't have a benefit, so it has to be within sixty minutes. Okay. But again, yeah. if you did that ten minutes before you work out, and that made you feel sick. Don't do it. Would you say me coming? I think I, like my yeah, I think that would be too close. Like for me, yeah. I wouldn't be any more any less than thirty minutes before probably not. Okay. It'd probably be too hard. Like I said, probably just drink some cordial, some Gatorade, or have it so you can try training faster if you think you're fine, and then on a brand day where you don't feel like it's going to work well, you have that drink on the side that you can drink for that extra boost of energy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, like, if we're talking about marathon, they, they're having all their nutrition during their workouts, like when they need to, because they need to keep repeating their okay. body. That's what they're having. They're having, like, Gatorade and yeah. things like that that's easy to digest. Yeah. Okay. Give it a go. Yeah, it's all trial and error. There's no right or wrong. It's just more nutritionally informed, but. (laughs) 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 But yeah. Okay. Thanks, Shay. Thanks, Shay. Thank you. Thank you.